Please rise. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord.
His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and had been done to him. The crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to bear witness. The reason why the crowd went to meet him was that they heard he had done this sign. So the Pharisees said to one another, You see that you are gaining nothing. Look, the world is not after him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us go forth in peace. In the name of the Lord. Let's raise our palms as we sing all the glory lives.
hearts and rejoice in him. He came from the very throne of God, that he gave us to suffer a criminal's death on the cross. But God raised him up, that the ends of the earth may bow before him as their king. Jesus Christ is Lord, Hosanna. In him is forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. Have mercy on us, Lord. Bless us with your peace.
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you sent your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon himself our flesh and to suffer death upon the cross. Mercifully grant that we may follow the example of his great humility and patience and be made partakers of his resurrection. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Morning. Morning. The Old Testament reading is Palm Sunday is found in Deuteronomy chapter 32, in verse 36. The Lord will vindicate his people and have compassion on his servants. When he sees that their power is gone, and there is none remaining, longer free, many will say, Where are their gods? The rock in which they took the <coughs> Who ate the fat of their sacrifices? And drank the wine of their drink of Let them rise up and help you. Let them be your protection. See now that I, even I, am he, and there is no God beside me. I kill and I make alive. I wound and I heal. And there is none that can deliver out of my hand. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle for this Sunday is found in Philippians chapter 2, beginning in verse 5. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please rise to the reading of the gospel. So the gospel according to, according to St. John, the 12th chapter. Serves me, 
The Father will honor him. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice from heaven said, I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd that stood there and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said an angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered, This voice has come for your sake, not mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out. And I, when I am lifted up from earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show by what kind of death he was going to die. So the crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? So Jesus said to them, The light is among you for a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. The one who walks in the darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may become sons of light. When Jesus had said these things, he departed and hid himself from them. Though he had done so many signs before them, they still did not believe him, so that the word spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. Lord, who has believed what he heard from us, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe. For again Isaiah said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they see with their eyes and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, many, even of the authorities, believed in him. But for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Sunday school children will be singing, I am Jesus the little man.
to remember that you are Jesus' little lamb. But we're going to take a look a little bit different. We're going to take a look a little bit as our lamb took a ride into Jerusalem on the first Palm Sunday. So our gospel theme today, our lesson for the day, is John chapter 12, 12 to 19. And we're going to focus a little bit on the disciples, which will correspond to ourselves. Grace, peace, and mercy from God our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Have you ever had expectations to simply meet reality? What's reality, right? Your reality might be different than my reality, but we'll see where that goes too. Maybe it's like this. You thought the meal looked good on the menu. But it didn't look so good when it was served. Or you thought that a friend had taken a really good picture of you and then they posted it to Facebook, TikTok, and all the ones I don't know know out there, and it wasn't very good. Or how about when you thought about taking a trip and you figured loading the car for that trip would be really easy? But the children wanted to bring everything and stuff in it. Expectations meet reality. Palm Sunday is all about expectations meeting reality. Christ's Palm Sunday parade into Jerusalem wasn't the only parade that Jerusalem had ever seen. Roman historians tell us that the governor of Judea, Pontius Pilate, regularly held military parades, the parades of the Roman cavalry and soldiers who marched into the city of Jerusalem. And they came in from the western side of the city, the opposite side from which Jesus would enter. Pilate would lead the Roman soldiers on horseback and on foot, and each soldier would be clad in leather armor, polished to the highest gloss. On each soldier's head, a hammered helmet would gleam in the bright sunshine. And at the sides and sheath were their scabbards, their swords, crafted from the hardest steel. In their hands, each soldier would carry a spear. The drummers would beat their drums. The archery would follow with their bows in the air. And there would be a cadence. The message was clear. Peace had come to Jerusalem through Roman might and power. Historians call that the Pax Romana, which is simply Roman peace. And on Palm Sunday, Christ's disciples expected Jesus coming from the eastern side of the city would defeat the Roman legions and bring Jewish peace. The crowd on that Sunday proclaimed, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the King of Israel. And the word Hosanna simply means, save us now. Hosanna was the cry for King Jesus to replace the Pax Romana with Jewish peace. They even, like you might have done this morning, waved palm branches in the air. That was the ancient sign of victory. Jewish peace through King Jesus. That's what the people expected. But now consider the reality. Jesus, our text says, found a young donkey and sat on it, just as it was written. Fear not, daughters of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. In the olden days, the horses and the chariots, not donkeys, brought victory 
to the battlefield. In 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 12 and chapter 13, verse 14, we hear about horses and chariots. They're the proverbial ultimate power. But Jesus rides into Jerusalem on a donkey. Not a war horse, not a stallion. He had no chariots, no swords, no helmets, no drummers, no spears, no archers. What in God's name is Jesus thinking? And John writes in verse 16 of our text. His disciples did not understand these things. They didn't have a clue what was going on. And that seems to me to be one of the major themes of John's gospel. Let me give you some examples. You know, I'll pop up on the screen. So one, in John chapter 2 verse 9, it tells us that the master of Canaan wedding feast doesn't realize where the wine has come from. John 2 verse 20. Jews believe Jesus will rebuild the temple in three literal days. John 3 verse 4 and 9. Nicodemus thinks Jesus is talking about a literal second birth. In John 4, verses 10 and following, the Samaritan woman misconstrues Jesus' reference to living water. In John 5, verse 13, the man who was healed doesn't know who did it. John 6, 15, the crowd wants to make Jesus an earthly king. John 7, 5, not even his brothers believe in him. John 7, 41 and 42, people are confused concerning Jesus' Bethlehem birth. John 11, 11 to 13, the disciples misconstrued Jesus' reference to Lazarus having fallen asleep. And in John 11, verse 24, Martha doesn't understand Jesus' Jesus' use of the word resurrection. And in John 13, Peter fails to understand the significance of of the foot washing. John 13, the disciples in the upper room failed to understand the significance of Judas leaving the meal. In John 14, both Thomas and Philip misunderstand Jesus' reference to being the way. In John 18, Peter, by cutting off Malchus' ear, shows that he fails to understand Jesus' plan to go to the cross. And finally, in John 21, seven disciples go fishing and don't even recognize their risen Lord. That's quite a list. It, it reminds me of a story. This is kind of tell you how old I am. Um, but a story about Art Post, and he used to tell this. So he was a referee in the NFL and football. And during one game, Kansas City Chiefs tied in Fred Arbanis. Um, I hit so hard that his fake eye popped out. I can't even complain about the fake eye. But he played it and it popped out. And so they, they stopped the game and they, his coach said, well, come out of the game. He said, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going in. I'm staying in. And, and they finally found the eye and popped it back in. <laughs> so the referee said to um, Fred, the, the lineman, he says, I'm impressed. But what if you had lost the other eye? And he responded, that's easy. I've become a referee. <laughs> <laughs> Ref 
referees aren't the only ones, though, who are blind. I hope there are no referees today watching. I might email a blow up. Oh, I got one. I forgot. Sorry, Dave. Forgive me. Are you guys good? Good. All right, awesome. <laughs> so, anyway, so all the, all the people in John's Gospel seem to be way out of touch. They just can't figure things out. And let's face it, I think there are times in our own lives that we are spiritually blind because we want a different Savior. A Savior who can instantly right our wrongs, heal our hurts, and miraculously deliver us from disease and all sorts of, of doom and gloom. A Savior that gives only sweetness and light, happiness and heaven. Expectations meet reality. And do they ever? Judas betrayed Christ for 30 pieces of silver. Peter used a sword in the seventy to strike the high priest's servant. All of the disciples abandoned the Savior. Finally, by Friday, most of the Jews had rejected Jesus, simply joining in the cry, crucify him, crucify him. No wonder that by that Friday, Jesus was hanging under a sign indicating why Rome executed him. This is Jesus, the king of the Jews, looking for a king with pomp and power. People missed seeing that God offers lasting, enduring peace through that king riding on a donkey. But all is not lost. God turned the darkness of Good Friday into the light of Easter. God turned death with horrific suffering into an empty tomb with the great joy. And God turned the shadow of the cross into lasting peace. And this is the kind of peace that we need. The Savior's shed blood makes peace so that through faith alone, you and I have peace with God. Not my words, that's Romans 5.1. And as well as peace, the peace of God, as Paul writes in Philippians 4.7, God delivers His peace in the concrete ways in specific places. He does it in the Gospel, as we read earlier today, as we claim it. He does it through holy baptism, which we will experience this morning, and in the Lord's Supper, which we will also experience today. I met people who said, I made peace with my man upstairs. What they really mean is that they have a ceasefire with God. God, you stay on your side of the fence, and I'll stay on my side. God, you do what you do, and I'll do what I do. God, if you don't bother me, I won't bother you. But that's not how peace with God works. That's simply having a ceasefire with God. But God offers so much more. He offers you and me a relationship. Liliana? I'm waking them all up. Nah, they're awake. Donovan, Roman, David, Phineas, Ulster, David, Haley. Today is a day where you can stand up in front of everybody here and all those online. And as we remember, and, and Phineas is baptized, and you guys participate in that baptism with him, 
And then as you affirm that baptism, as you confess your faith, you're telling God that our relationship is like this. It's not God, you stay at your fence and I'll be on my side and leave me alone as I go back to what I do. It's you committing today that I will live my life as you have set in a relationship with Jesus. And it's not going to be easy. Because there are more people outside this building who will do all they can to stop you in your relationship with Christ. But let me assure you that there are also a lot of people outside of this building as well as inside this building who will pray for you, who will walk along with you as you make peace with the man upstairs who co-pitted people. I invite you, and in fact, I invite all of you here and all of you watching this morning to stand beneath the cross of Christ and receive His amazing, wonderful promises, all found in John's Gospel. The first one's in John 14, 27. Jesus says, Peace I leave with you. And that's He gives to not only our confidence this morning, but He gives to all. Of here, those who are watching and those elsewhere hearing the gospel this morning. He says in John 16, I have said these things to you that, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart. I, Jesus, has overcome the world. And he did it for you. For all of you. For all of you who are watching or listening. Finally, John 20, he simply stands among you this morning and he simply says, Peace be with you, as Jesus gives you his peace. I have three sisters, as many of you know. And we all learned to ride two little bikes. They all learned before I did. For some reason, I just could not master it. I would get on it and immediately fall. But one day I asked my dad to teach me. And he simply said, Brian, you're not great. And then I said, from the top of my lungs, as I screamed at him, that I want a different dad. He went back in the house, and immediately my two older sisters put me on a bike, a two old bike. Nothing on the sides, but it was a good thing. Trainings, no trainings. We lived at the top of a hill. Yep. Put me on that street and pushed. The only problem was is I had no idea how to stop. Does not make sense to you guys? And my bike hit the curb. Remember when we talked about the curb? The bike stopped. I did not. Several stitches later, I said to my dad, Dad, I rode a bike. <laughs> my dad just shook his head, went back inside, and no clue whether he should be screaming at my sisters or anything else. Expectations meet reality. And the reality is, is that Jesus rides into Jerusalem on a donkey. 
The reality is that he suffers, he bleeds, and he dies. The reality is that you and I are called to take up our cross. The reality is, is that sometimes prayers do go unanswered. Hopes are dashed, and deliverance from debt and depression doesn't come. Christ's disciples didn't stay in the dark about Palm Sunday forever. John writes this, verse 16 of chapter 12. It says, His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written about him and he and had been done to him. The disciples finally understood the peace of Jesus. And by the presence and power of the Holy Spirit, so shall we. So shall you, Sammy and Haley and Phineas and Alistair, Liliana and Donovan and Roman and David. So all of you, all of you that are listening and watching. And we will not just understand it, but we will also receive it, share it, and live it. Verse 15 of chapter 12 says this, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's coat. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to Jerusalem a long time ago on a donkey. Not only for the people before him or the people of his day, but for us and the people who come after us. Lord, as we give thanks for that day and the peace that you give us and the power of the Holy Spirit, and we never forget that. In Jesus' name, Amen. And as our accomplishments come up to the baptismal font, we sing Revelation song.
In holy baptism, we are forgiven our sins and granted new life in Christ our Lord. We solemnly renounce the devil and all his works and all his ways. We confess the gift of faith in God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I ask you, Phineas, and all my friends, do you renounce the devil and all his works and all his ways? I do renounce them. Do you believe in God the Father Almighty? Yes, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son? Yes, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into hell. You believe in the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes, I believe in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Christian Church, the union of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life of the cross. In this Christian church, he daily and richly forgives all our sins and the sins of all believers. this white garment as a show that you have been clothed with the robe of Christ's righteousness that covers all your sin. So shall you stand without fear before the judgment seat of Christ, to receive the inheritance prepared for you before the foundation of the world. Together, 
he might hear his word, receive his gifts, and proclaim the praises of him who called out to us in darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. We welcome you in the name of the Lord. Let us pray. Almighty, most merciful God and Father, we thank and praise you that you graciously preserved and enlarged your family and have granted Phineas the new birth and holy baptism. And made him a member of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, and an heir of your heavenly kingdom. We humbly implore you that you would keep him in his baptismal grace, that according to your good pleasure, he may faithfully grow to lead a godly life to the praise and honor of your holy name. And finally, with all your saints, Obtain the promised inheritance in heaven through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Continue with the right letter of confirmation. Do you believe that all the books of the Bible are the verbally inspired and errant word of God, and that the teachings of this Lutheran congregation drawn from the Bible, as you have learned to know them, are true and correct, as the Holy Spirit has led you to know and understand them? You also, as a member of Trinity Lutheran Church, intend to continue steadfast in the confession of the truth of Holy Scripture and to suffer all even death, rather than fall away from it. Finally, do you intend faithfully to conform all your life to the rule of the divine word, to be diligent in the use of the means of grace, both in word and sacraments, to walk in accordance with the gospel of Christ, and in faith, word, and deed, remain true to the triune God, even unto death. Whom shall I fear? 
The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 27, verse 1. Romans, may God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ give you His Holy Spirit, the Spirit of wisdom and knowledge, grace and prayer, of power and strength, of sanctification and of the fear of God.
I, in the name of our Savior Jesus Christ, and of this congregation, welcome you as members of Trinity Lutheran Church of Reading, California, and I invite you to participate with us in all the rights and privileges of the Christian Church for whom Christ gave himself, that he might sanctify and cleanse her. Since it is God alone who works in us both to will and to do according to his good pleasure, it is only proper that we as a Christian congregation join to pray for the confirmants this morning. The congregation, please rise for prayer.
your resurrection from the dead, your ascension into heaven, and your coming for the final judgment. So remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
Thank mm-hmm. you.
Please, Let us pray. Blessed are you, Heavenly Father, for you have once again fed and nourished us at your table through the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. As Lord of our lives, strengthen and support us so that we continue to proclaim your redeeming love shown in the suffering and death of Jesus Christ to all the world. Bless us day by day and keep us filled with hope as we await your eternal kingdom. For you live and reign with the Son and the Holy Spirit, the one God, now and forever. Amen. Gracious and righteous God, you sent us one who suffered and died for our sins. Move us again with the power of that blessed sacrifice for sin, that experiencing again the passion and the compassion of the crucified Lord Jesus. We are directed by your Spirit into ways of humble service and thanksgiving to our Savior, in whose name we pray. Amen. The blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen. We sing our closing and right on, right on.
Thank you. 